And hello, everybody. Welcome to Afterlife. I am Jay Wade, and holy shit, fuck Batman, if we got one today. <laughs> That's right, episode number 27. And uh, I've come to a realization at this point in my life that there's only one thing I really want to know. Is it wrong that I'd like to see David Schwimmer and Courtney Cox play love interests? Yeah. I like to know the answer, so we'll find out right now from my oh, co-host, okay. Sarah. How you doing, Sarah? I'm doing good. Um, as I just said, yes, it is wrong that we want to see them as love interests, but, you know, it's fine. <laughs> well, okay, maybe I can win Kaylin over here. What do you think, Kaylin? I'm doing really good, but uh, no, I absolutely never want to see them play a love interest because that's just <laughs> gross. Well, okay, I guess it is It is wrong. Um, now I feel really bad. So let's get into – I really do now. I really – I don't know. Why is that wrong? I'm sorry. I can't let this go. Why is that wrong? Eh, it's not. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, is it? Is it – would you really only see Ross and uh, – and oh, what was her name in Friends? Monica. Monica. I always think Ross and Rachel because they were the big item. But yeah. would you really think like that's Ross and Monica? I never bought them as brother and sister to begin with. So <laughs> they're actually super touchy feely on Friends. Yeah, and it really weirds me out. Like all the time, if you really pay attention, they are like on the couch in Central Park, like just like she's leaning against him and he's like rubbing her back really, and stuff. Yeah, really and I'm like, touchy. oh, I'm like, I, I get they're not really brother and sister. And like as he leaves her apartment, he'll like kiss her on the cheek. And I'm like, I get that some brothers and sisters do that, but it just feels creepy. I never noticed any of that. I guess when I watch the old reruns, now I'm going to have to go back and look. But uh, we all know what that touchy feely stuff can lead to, right? It can lead to babies, which uh, it, which Cody is out this week, and he'll be out, I would imagine, for a few weeks. Um, but Monday was the 200th episode of Collider Live, and uh, like I said, Cody's out, uh, just had a baby. Congrats to Cody. And Katie, or uh, Katie, Kaylin, see, I've been watching <laughs> Bachelor in Paradise too much. Um, I know, we'll get to that. Uh, Kaylin, uh, you told me earlier this week you have uh, some words for Cody, maybe some advice or something. Yes. So since my baby is um, six weeks old and his Aww. baby is, what, uh, shy of a week old probably, yeah. I figure mm -hmm. I have six times more experience than him at this point. <laughs> so I wanted to let him know uh, some things I've discovered in these first six weeks that um, maybe are not the mainstream things that you get told by everyone who has kids. Oh, okay. So, so the first one is anytime you have a new baby, your new best friend is actually going to be something called spray and wash because okay. you get poop and spit up in everything. Really? And so you need to spray and wash like everything before you put it in the washing machine. And <laughs> but the good news is poop will come out of pretty much anything. Um, the next uh, piece of advice is every single website, every single um, person you talk to, everything has this list of what I call the never evers. The things that you absolutely do not do. You do not ever lay a baby on their back on their stomach. You never mm -hmm. leave them, you know, sleeping in their car seat. 
you never leave a loose blanket on them because they might suffocate. You are going to try every single one of those things just in an attempt to get some sleep at some point. (laughs) So don't feel too bad. You feel really bad the first thing that you do that you're like, I'm really not supposed to do this. By about the fifth one, you kind of don't care anymore. Um, they will know as soon as you are about to put some food in your mouth, they will wake up screaming. So be prepared to eat in shifts with your significant other because they're not going to let you eat. Hmm. Um, anything that looks like a nipple, they are going to suck on. (laughs) Also, anything that does not look like a nipple, they are still going to suck on. So... Be prepared for that. Um, I recommend, Cody, don't be shirtless too much. Oh, my my gosh. (laughs) Um, And you know how, like, when pre-baby, like, if you were at home alone and you're like, gee, I think I need to go poop or I need to go take a shower or something like that. Yeah, you don't get to do those things anymore. You have to plan a time to do those things when either A, the baby is sleeping and you can do it really, really fast if you are like a speed pooper, um, or you have to wait till there's someone in your house with the baby, or you have to take the baby with you, and that is a whole ordeal unto itself. So that was something I was not thinking about before I had a baby. I'm like, when do I like shower? Because I, I can't never shower. I would yeah. have never thought about that. Like, that's crazy. I have yeah, actually. I, I, yeah, I never would have thought about that no. either. Since I started college, I have been a morning showerer. Every morning I get up and shower. Since I had her, I've had to switch to showering in the evening because in the morning it's too chaotic for both me and my husband. And he's trying to get off to work and the dogs and all that I never have time to fit a shower in there anymore um and if for some reason she's still sleeping you know when he's like up but still at home I I'm sleeping I'm not going to use that time showering I'm going to use that time sleeping so um, (laughs) so I have switched to evening showers which is something I never thought that I'd go back to so, yeah, it changes your life in very weird ways that you don't expect it to. Like, you you know the big stuff, but some of the little weird stuff you just don't expect. So I wanted to give Cody some advice. Now, did your baby poop on your face, or is that just <laughs> a oh, weird... Poop on me? Is that no... Well, didn't, he, didn't it cost yeah, you yeah. to say that Cody, the baby Cody, pooped on his face? Yeah. I was like, how yeah. does that happen? Like, was he, like, Some breaking up news and... came in to, uh, to Cobster, or, I'm sorry, uh, Ruvikava, and, uh... Christian, sorry. I Christian. think I said his name right, but any, I'm sorry. Um, I'm so used to Cobster. But, yeah, yeah Cody, Cody texted in with the, uh, breaking news that the baby... Well, as Cody put it, the baby pooped on my face for the first time. And, I, and I'm like, How okay, so happen? you're expecting more? <laughs> for the first, yeah, no, that hasn't happened. The worst okay. that's happened to us is uh, her diaper leaked on my husband's shirt. Maybe and, that's what happened. Yeah, like on my husband's uh, shirt. Yeah, maybe he was lifting yeah. the baby up, yeah. And um, the other, the only other thing, oh, this will happen um you 
the baby poops, so you go to change the diaper, but the baby's not done pooping. So as you're trying to change the diaper, the baby is pooping like in the clean diaper, and oh my you just gosh. Have to stand there and wait oh for it gosh. to get done, so that you change or... it again. Yes. Oh, wow. No. Oh yeah. no. Yeah, and it, you become painfully aware of how much a diaper costs because, like, today I made a trip to the store and $150 later, all I had bought was formula oh. diaper and wipes. Wow. Yes. Oh, and some potato chips, oh. but that was it. That was the only non-baby thing. So. <laughs> That's like, how they screw y'all folks over with kids by when you get all those – um, tax breaks and all that kind of stuff. That's how they get you back is by overcharging out the ass the price of baby goods. That's terrible. Oh, yeah. You you definitely use that money. What the hell? Yeah, but it's really, in all seriousness, has been great. She is, my yeah. little baby is wonderful. I'm sure he is having the time of his life. Uh, you really don't know what to do. Like you hit situations, you're like, I don't know what to do, and I don't know who to call. And you just are figuring it out and just trying different stuff, and you waste <laughs> all sorts of things. You change their diaper thinking that's why they're crying. You give them a bath thinking maybe that'll help. You give them a bottle that they don't drink and you have to throw away, you know, wow. yeah. just trying whatever you have to. But I'm sure he is having a blast at home with his little baby. Have we learned the name yet? Have we been told that? Uh, Grant. Grant? Yes, yes that's it. Grant. Grant Allen Hall. Oh, the Flash. That and also a Jurassic Park with a, a Allen. Oh, Dr. Grant Allen. Yeah, which he was like, we did not realize that when we named him. Doesn't surprise. And it was nice of, uh, it was nice of Hey Alex to make that compilation of the Cody cuts and oh, uh, my, oh yeah. god, yeah. definitely I recommend people checking so that out. So hard, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, so very good. Good, and like um, Christian Ruvel Cobb and oh, yeah. um, <laughs> that was good. That was good. And, yeah, it's hard. And um, who's the other person who's been subbing in? Adam Smith. Adam. Yeah. They've been doing a good job still doing the the Cody cuts, even though Cody's not there. Yeah, yeah, they have. They I have. But you can definitely tell. Yeah, for yeah. sure. You can definitely tell that Cody's not on the show, though. Oh, uh, yeah. His presence is definitely missing. Um, it's not making the show bad or anything at all. It's still very entertaining and enjoyable. But, the, you know, it's like. It's like when you're missing this, uh, one of the one of the players on the team, you know, one of the starters, and you just uh, there's a little bit of slack there. You notice, but uh, it'll be great to have him back. Can't wait. Um, I assume that he's not going to be going with them to the Schmodown in New York City coming up either, since he's uh, on uh, on leave here with the kid. Uh, I can't imagine like. If but I was probably life, a I'd good... be like, no, <laughs> you're staying yeah, he, home. <laughs> he's probably like, man, awesome, I get a break. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, that was cool as hell as uh, Christian announced all the live shows that are going to be going on next year in the different cities. Um, I mean, they're really starting to branch out. It's it's really awesome. Yeah, for sure. I'm, I keep hoping for Philly, like, because Philly's only like 45 minutes from me. As opposed to, like, 
New York. I mean, like New York's like three hours, and if I guess I was like a true fan, I would just brace the three hours <laughs> and drive right. there. But I didn't know. I'm not. I'm not going to be here anyway. Like for that weekend, like I'm going to be out of New Jersey, so it it doesn't matter. But I'm just like, come on, Philly. That's not that far of a drive. <laughs> that would be great. Now I know they're not super close together, but how far is Pittsburgh from you? Pittsburgh, it's probably two. I'm assuming two hours, maybe, because Pennsylvania, Lancaster, and Pennsylvania is about two hours. It's probably farther than that, actually. It's probably farther than New York. (laughs) But in my head, I'm Uh, like Pennsylvania's long. Yeah, yeah. It depends on where it is in Pennsylvania. Let's see. Well, yeah, like they're one of the one of the places they're going to is Chicago again, and I'm about six hours away from Chicago, but I know some people who live there, so I could snag a snag a place on their couch to stay. And uh, uh, I don't know, and I love Chicago anyway. It's been quite a few years since I've been there. It, that that's the closest one that's coming near me anyway. I highly doubt I'd be able to make it, but if I did, that would definitely be the one for me. Yeah. yeah, Pittsburgh is seven hours away. So holy cow! Yeah, that's a. Oh, yeah. that's a I should have went to <laughs> New York. <laughs> that's. I think Atlanta's a little closer to me than seven hours. I don't think it's quite seven hours. Mm-hmm. I doubt we would make it there, but we, um, like you, Wade, we have friends near Atlanta. So if we yeah. did go there, we'd um, definitely make the trip to visit them. But I really doubt we would make it there with our little bundle here Mm. but i so want them to come to new orleans if they would come to new orleans right like not right at mardi gras but like a month or so before when there's parades going on and everything i think that would be so much fun that'd be awesome and oh yeah new orleans is right there it's like an hour for me so i would love that so i wish they'd come to new orleans i would totally dig that yeah, yeah, I've been to New Orleans a couple times in my oh. life. Ah, ah, I know, I, like, I did oh, it on purpose. I wrong. did it on purpose. Um, but I've been to New Orleans a couple times. Um, French Quarter's amazing. Um, I've been down there around Mardi Gras time, not right at Mardi Gras, but a little bit before, and they were having parades and stuff. And it was, it's real nice down there. It's hot as hell and humid. Ugh. Oh, I know. But it's nice. <laughs> it's it's a nice place. That's for yeah. sure. A better go better than going to California to see to see one. I'd rather travel to New Orleans than uh California. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about fucking hot. Uh yeah, well I I don't I think New Orleans is uh I think we're a little hotter down here than they are over there just because it's so freaking humid humid. you cannot breathe down here i don't even step outside i literally crack the back door (laughs) let the dogs out and shut it real fast so i don't let the paid for air out is it hot as st louis down there because in st louis it's it's so hot they take off all their clothes well i don't know if that's true (laughs) no it is they they had a whole song about it I was just there. Oh my gosh. Does that song specifically take place in St. Louis? Well, uh, old dudes from St. Louis. Uh, I can't remember who it was now. Uh, Um, um, mm, 
<laughs> but he's uh, from St. Say, Louis. Um, I just went to St. Louis and there was no one walking around naked, so that's in. <laughs> and I'll go in there. Maybe next you didn't go week, to so the I'll right let, places. You're right. I'm going there next week, so I'll let you all know if I see any suspicious yes. behaviors out there. Yes, let, yeah. please let us know. <laughs> yeah, but it'd be crazy for the Boston one with Roxy. Maybe she can get a bunch of her oh, old crew so there fun. and raise some hell, get kicked out of the venue, and we can hear some nice stories about that when they get back. She's going to be, like, drunk the whole time. <laughs> oh, you, yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. I, I hope that somebody films her because you know as soon as she gets back in Boston with her people, she's going to get her accent back. Oh, yeah. And I hope that somebody films it. And more importantly, when they go to Pittsburgh, I want someone to film Makuga talking with his oh, Pittsburgh yeah. accent. Oh, for sure. And his and his insane friends. And uh, that's a great segue. But actually, uh, before we move on past the schmodown, uh, just want to give a plug here to uh, our producer. Josh has a podcast called Talkin' Schmodown. It's, you can find it on the Mark with a Movie blog feed. On uh, It's out there on all your uh, podcasting platforms. Although I do not believe we're on SoundCloud anymore, but Anchor, Anchor's where it's at. So uh, you can find that, this show, and another show that we will talk about here shortly as well. Um, but, yes, when you were saying go to Pittsburgh and Makuga, it was funny as hell when he started talking about um, his wife, Amanda, throwing out an old penguin shirt of his that he had had, he said he'd had it since uh, they won the pennant. It was their first uh, pennant they won or championship they'd won. And uh, it just, I hear that kind of stuff from my guy buddies all the time. And uh, you gals are married. So I thought this would be a perfect opportunity to get the female perspective of, when and if you throw away your husband's clothes or uh, sentimental things like that, that maybe to you, you think it's dumb or you just don't realize it. It's not something you would think, but you know, what do you do that? And if so, uh, what are your qualifications for what is worthy of being thrown out? Sarah. Oh, okay. Aylin's um, trying to buy time. She's like, like, she's sitting there going, Darren's sitting right here, and hopefully he gets up and leaves the room before uh, before Sarah's done talking. Um. Well, I don't know. I I don't think there's anything that I've like thrown away from that's like sentimental to him. Like we we share all like most of the same interests as far as. Like, we like to collect nerdy items. I don't know. Like, he has, like, a couple, like, um, like fake swords that are, like, Lord of the Ring replicas or oh, wow. like, kind of, like, I mean, like, cheap ones. But, like, we have, right, like, but that's awesome. like, things like that or, like, some of the, like, Star Wars action figures and, like, and I have my own, like, I'm really into collecting the, like, um, Harry Potter Legos right now and, like, putting those together. So, like, we're both on the same page as far as like sentimental things like that so yeah i don't i don't know like i don't think i would unless it was something maybe maybe if it was like a shirt like i kind of see like how or where amanda comes from but well, I wanna... and that's the basis for this she threw out his penguin shirt man i want to do that because that obviously like that's a team thing but if it's probably like 
here's a shirt, like a plain blue shirt that he hasn't worn in like four years. And then he comes back and he'd be like, that was my favorite shirt that I got. And so that hasn't happened, but I could see something like that happening. If it was like, <laughs> this is a pair of socks that you got like four years ago and you haven't worn them. Yeah. But I got them on this special day. Like things like that. I'd be like, come on. But anything that's like nerdy or like sentimental or like a team or anything like that. Right. Like, I'd probably, I'd have sympathy or I'd be the same exact way. Like, why'd you throw that out? <laughs> like, that's important. So. Has Darren uh, left the room yet? <laughs> oh, well, he's he's in the other room tending to the baby. So. Um, right. So, uh, but he, he does listen to this show every week. Um, so. We'll just cut it out. Spoiler alert. Mute it, Darren, for about one or two minutes. Spoiler alert. Unless for you want to know. <laughs> so. Darren is a hoarder. Oh no. Everything is sentimental. <laughs> which makes my life difficult. Um I'm the now same. I, exactly. I, it has taken a while, but I have convinced him that like, you know, when the deodorant gets down to like where <laughs> you, you can see the little plastic thing. You can throw it away. I mean, over the course of 10 years, we've we've worked on things like that. Like, if you just have one sip of Coke left in the bottle, you don't have to put it back in the fridge because you're never going <laughs> to drink that one sip of Coke. And then we're going to end up with 27 bottles with one sip in them. Yeah, but when you add all those up, you get a full cup of pop. But he's not going to – okay, well, we'll, we'll, we'll just slide on past the whole pop thing. But um, – but – uh, we, we've worked on that stuff. Now, when it comes to actual, he has tons of football cards, football memorabilia, um, signed football helmets and jerseys and all sorts of stuff. He is really obsessed with the NFL. So we have tons of stuff like that. I would never touch any of that. Um, he has football jerseys out the ass and we have those in like another closet and I just ignore them. <laughs> Now, our, not fights, but our uh, disagreements come over uh, weird stuff, like he has a um, coffee table that was his mother's, you know, when he was a child. And even back then, she's admitted it was cheap. She couldn't afford anything expensive. (laughs) So it was cheap in the 80s. It's not good quality. And we had it in our apartment because we would take any free furniture we could get, you know, when yep, we were college I'm at that kids. right now. <laughs> yeah, we were college kids, free coffee yeah. table. He will not get rid of it. And when we moved into our house that we built, I was like, that coffee table is not living in my house. So oh, man. <laughs> he dragged this very heavy coffee table up into our attic. Oh my god! Did not want to get rid of it, so we do not get rid of stuff, and I don't force the issue because um, his mom one time threw away a bunch of his magazines, and they were like football magazines that had like um, from like when certain players got drafted, like the magazines Mm. from that year and stuff, and she threw them all away. And he, this was when we were in college, and he still talks about it. Oh and my he's gosh. 30 years old, so I don't – I try not to do that because I know that he will talk about it till the day he dies. So <laughs> I just put stuff away. Stuff just gets put in boxes, and then I just ask that the box get put somewhere. So yeah. that's how I deal with it. Now, 
when it comes to things like socks that end up with holes in them and mm-hmm. shirts that are no longer the color they were when they were bought and shorts that have holes in them, I have to kind of sneak and throw those away when he's not paying attention. Sorry, baby. Um, <laughs> because he will. He will wear them until literally they are falling off of him. So wow. I, I do sneak and throw that stuff away, but not anything that matters. Like, it's just old, and he thinks it's still useful. And I'm like, it's not, though. <laughs> So, yeah, now he doesn't throw anything away of mine. He does not touch anything. And that's weird, isn't it? It's like women are constantly throwing away or cleaning up, you oh, know. Oh, it's because we know better. And every Dude, every man, it's an instinct. Every man has that instinct that is like, you know, you know what not to touch. You know where to steer clear of. And then there's this huge, huge gray area where we don't know, and that's the shit that gets us in trouble. But, like, that kind of, yeah, like, that's one of the things that falls in. It's instinct. All guys know. Like, I'm not touching her shit, dude. Mm. Yeah. Good man. (laughs) Yep. Just not even going to go there. And the only thing I'm anal about are are, uh, T-shirts because – I never, I would never wore sports shirts or anything like that. Mine were all concert t-shirts and like for Mm -hmm. bands and stuff. And I've still got bags and bags of, of concert shirts from when I was a teenager and none of them fucking fit. Half of them are ripped up to shreds, but I will never get rid of them. I mean, yeah, dude, that shit's sacred and holy to me, man. Yeah. I would be irate if someone, especially my wife or a girlfriend, threw out it, my concert shirts. I'd be mad. I mean, I still have all my, like, shirts from high school, like, certain clubs or the musicals I was in that, like, don't fit me or, like, torn apart. And I can't bring myself to throw them away. I yeah. just don't, They're just sitting in a bag because I don't know what to do with them because I, I don't want to wear them. But I'm like, I can't throw them away. They're sentimental. <laughs> My mom took all of my stuff like that from high school and college and turned it into a quilt. That's what I want to do that so bad. Um, Which my mom makes quilts all the time. So for her, that was no big deal. For me, that would be like a year long project. Oh yeah. I need to find someone like that for me. I would, I would break a lot of things in the process, but I have to say in the defense of Amanda McCuga, he said he gave her the shirt because he didn't wear it anymore. So probably in her mind, it was her property now. Yeah. And she didn't want it anymore. So I can can understand that, that wrong way of thinking on her part because it, it's an it's an honest mistake to make, um, and I I don't hold it against her at all. <laughs> because I'm a man, I see the man perspective is I'm sure to Josh it wasn't it wasn't just like like he wasn't just giving it to her like here this is yours now yeah. do whatever you want with it. To him it was like man I am a Pittsburgh shirt. Penguins fan. I got this when I was a kid when they won their first championship and I am giving it to you now to wear and and to keep and I'm sure he never imagined that she would throw it away when she was ready to quit wearing it. I'm sure that never crossed his mind. It was it was more of a 
a sentimental gift, like something that really mattered to him and he was passing it on to her because he loves her. I feel for Makuga in this situation. I, I, I almost cried when he was telling the story. I could imagine all of my old uh, shirts just being thrown away and I was like, oh, no way. Yeah, and that would be really sad. I would, I yeah, I would feel for him there because I have a lot of, like I said, my mom turned them into quilts, but... You know, I kept all that kind of stuff from high school and college, and then yeah. now I have all my, like, like I have a the afternoon shirt, the afternoons with Josh and Ken, and I have a Josh McCuga for Jeopardy shirt and oh. um, stuff oh, like yeah. that. And, you know, I have, a, I have Star Wars shirts and Harry Potter shirts and stuff, and I would hate it if someone, you know, threw all that stuff away. I, I certainly don't have any sports shirts. But, um, you know, to each his own. And, yeah. Uh, uh, I guess uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins is uh, his Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> you, know what's, you know what is Sarah's Harry Potter? What Bachelor is, well, in Paradise. Well, Harry Potter's my Harry Potter, but you're right. Good segue. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. Well, well, I mean, I, I'm just, I'm so excited to talk about this, especially this week, Let's because finally, Roxy watched it. Roxy finally watched finally Bachelor did. in Paradise. So, real fast, um, I have thought this since I saw Nicole. I think Nicole looks a lot like a Spanish version of Roxy. I don't know what it is. She just mm. reminds me of her so much. <laughs> That's I probably just see that. I, I don't know, like, she first pops up on the show, I'm like, oh my god, it's Roxy. Like, her mannerisms, <laughs> like, but they, no one brought that up. Roxy do that crazy gyration that Nicole does in the <laughs> opening. Oh my gosh. Um, what season was Nicole originally on? She was on uh, Colton's season, so just the last, the most recent Bachelor season. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, most of these girls were from the the most recent uh, bachelor season yeah i notice a lot of them say colton season i've seen that name a lot of times but of course yeah. i have no idea who that is so you know <laughs> i'm just like okay bachelor. cool <laughs> yeah so oh, what did y'all think amazingly of this fun uh, it, it was great it was great I, I think jordan got completely screwed over yeah i'm really upset about that but it's okay. yeah that was a that was a wrong move um removing him um it is true, like uh, like Sarah and I talked about on our uh, Bachelor Nation podcast called "Go Get That Rose," which mm-hmm. is also available on Merc with a Movie Blog. Um, uh-huh. We, uh, you know, like like I said, there um, Jordan instigated everything, and if he hadn't instigated it, there would have been no physical confrontation. But there he was did not physical confrontation. Yeah, and, and it only got physical because Christian jumped Christian. up like a little fucking dog, yapping and and just ready to tear into something. Because when he did the same thing, Jordan did the same exact thing last season. The guy just sat on the bed and didn't do anything. So I wonder if he expected Christian to do the same thing and not get up and get physical with him. Yeah, and that I mean, like he he was defending himself. In the sense that, like, Christian just started, they started getting physical, and you could tell, like, it was self-defense, even though he slammed him. <laughs> <laughs> it was hard, too. Like, th- like three feet off the thing, like, th- threw him. Oh, my gosh. 
And when it was all said and done, Christian is the one who was having like his shoulder iced or whatever. So I I don't, I was a little confused as to how he's the one that ended up so hurt. But uh, Jordan slammed him on the ground. Yeah, he got thrown. Oh, I thought Christian threw Jordan on the ground. No, oh, that was Jordan that that threw Christian on the ground. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, more than likely, I had a baby screaming at that moment or something. <laughs> um, but understandable. But uh, yeah, no this this show is freaking crazy, and Ooh, yeah. the yes, whole thing is just insane. And I I don't know that they both should have been kicked off, but I think that that was the only way that they could get around it. I'm sure they make them sign things saying that they're not going to fight or whatever. I also got the impression I don't know anything about. Jordan and he wasn't on there very long but I got the impression that he was there really to have fun I don't know that he was looking for love really um well he got engaged last season and the girl like supposedly like totally screwed him over so I'm sure like he was going in with all his like guards up (laughs) and was just trying to have fun and he didn't seem that upset when he when they told him to leave like he was like yeah that's he really didn't he didn't really have a connection anyway, so he was probably yeah. going to go home anyway. So he was like, okay, cool. Yeah. This saves me the embarrassment of, like, not getting a rose. <laughs> <laughs> and do yeah. they even get paid to go on this show? I I, um, I think I, I, I think Chris, so. I don't know about this one. But Christian had said that on The Bachelor and Bachelorette, whoever is The Bachelor or Bachelorette gets paid. They get paid. None of the contestants do. Yeah, the contestants. But I don't, don't. know about VIP. I want to say yes because at this point they're like public figures, kind of like the reality figures. Yeah, like, you know what I mean. Like it's it's like a spinoff. Like I I would probably not a lot, but I can't imagine them not paying them something because they're all like the leads of the show as opposed to just yeah, one. True lead and one uh roxy said something that i thought was i agreed with she said that the men uh she cares more about the men and they seem to care more about like the women and are really sweet to them and the women are just kind of like a mess and just seem like they're all playing with the guy's emotions i definitely agree (laughs) uh what do you guys think oh for sure like yeah especially hannah it seems like all the guys are really there for like something serious like they really are what you you would expect like the women to be the ones that are there for something serious but they all just seem like i'm having a good time i'm drinking drinks and sitting on a beach and (laughs) getting kissed and and getting macked up on and And those guys are like i'm going on my wife I want my wife, I want babies, I want a proposal. <laughs> it's like, okay. Yeah. So the other thing that has struck me as bizarre um, as a first-time viewer of anything in the Bachelor world is they, they will say things like, oh, we have so much in common and oh, they're yes. so smart and whatever, but we never hear any of those conversations. Like, yep. we never hear them just have a normal conversation about, like, do you have any pets or what are your yeah. interests? Or No, it's all we ever hear is the parts where they're saying, like, so I really like you 
and you're beautiful and that sort of stuff. And I'm so I have not found that anyone has like a personality beyond being oh, just no. like no way. I'm sure they're having those conversations, but I guess that doesn't make good TV. So I, they I don't think they are. I think some of them are. I think some no. of them are, but you're not. I think the more like like I I feel like Mike Demi, Demi and are. Demi, Demi and Derek, Derek were the only are. ones. But and and that, Dylan, but only are. because Hannah feels obligated to because Dylan wants to. Oh my god. Poor little Dylan's like a puppy. I can't dog. stand Dylan Skipper. Knows. Stupid doe eyed Skipper. <laughs> and um <laughs> Clay just uh, I don't know. He seems like a caveman to me. I don't know what it is. <laughs> but he's an ex-football player. <laughs> yes, and he just... Uh, and the, the editing doesn't do him any justice. No. I'm sure he's... Uh, you, you know, they edit out any sort of individuality that some of these yeah. people could have. Especially the guys. I, I mean, like, that oh, Kevin man. dude who got Boy. eliminated. I didn't even know he was on the show. I didn't and either. <laughs> so, like, you know. They're really doing their, like, guy contestants really dirty this season. And, like, a lot of them, too. Like, they just feel, like, really boring. Like, I don't... Normally, I'm like, oh, I get to know these people a lot more. Because, like, Bachelor and Bachelorette, it's... They're getting cut off really fast. And a lot of them, you don't really get to know. And you see a short time of them. And, like, Bachelor in Paradise, like, you're supposed to be able to get them get to know them more and they normally do have like those kind of conversations i feel like they're not showing any of that this season and i mean really just demi and Derek, like really are the only ones that i feel like we know and the only thing we really know is that demi's fluid (laughs) like you know i mean like it just feels like there isn't that much i mean not that the show is deep to begin with but i still feel like i don't know these people at all like it's just no yeah like oh these are just just completely sexualizing the men too like they are nothing more than pieces of meat on the beach and and last week perfect example like you were saying clay comes off like a caveman you know he's down there doing his workout and then he's got nicole up there yeah oh i poppy i i and it's just like dude what the fuck is going on here yeah that really bothers me like i'm just like come on like if you they kind of do it to the women, but not, it's like, oh, her eyes or her hair, but it's like, you know, I don't know. It's just trying to appeal to what the world wants. Like, look at these men. They're shirtless. Look how big his muscles are. <laughs> like, All right. Yeah. Um, yeah, but if I can't talk to someone and hold an intelligent conversation for five minutes, I'm out. I'm I'm done. So... And none of them, like, they'll, they'll be like, they're so funny. We've never heard any of them crack any jokes except for, like, Demi and Jordan. Demi yes. and Jordan. Yes. So I'm like, what's funny about them? Yeah, I guess. Let us Demi- have an example. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, and, and JPJ, everyone's favorite. Greatest. Yeah, I don't Who? think he's trying to be funny, though. I think no, yeah, no. No, I don't think so either. He's but funny my, and sweet at the same time. I he really is. He really, I think he really understands what the show is because you can tell like he just does not take this seriously and he's just having fun and he's getting a free vacation and beautiful women out of it. Like, you live your best life, JPJ. <laughs> yeah. Live your best life. Like, 
Oh, yeah. I love it. <laughs> and I did want to tell y'all, I am caught up on Go Get That Rose, y'all's oh. podcast. And oh, y'all nice. are doing a great job. I really love listening to it. So I can't wait for this week's episode to drop. Thank you. Uh, it so should I drop can... soon. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. It may, it'll probably drop before anybody hears this, hears me say this. So. Yeah. But it'll be out there for when they do hear it. Yes. So thank you very much. And yeah, uh, Sarah, you want to go ahead and plug that for us? Yeah. So you can join me and Jay. We talk about the more in depth about the two Bachelor in Paradise episodes. Um, it's not like a recap. So it's just like our thoughts on it. We tear people apart. We praise people. And, you know, it's it's just a lot of fun. And you can find that. Um, on the same network that you're going to find this podcast and basically everywhere. And you can also find it on YouTube as well. Yep, so. On the uh, Merc with a Movie blog channel. Yeah, Merc so, with uh, a Movie blog. Sorry, I forgot. <laughs> oh, you're cool. You're cool. Basically everywhere. So You're cool, man. And I tell you right now, you're a hell of a lot cooler than that J.O. who was on their phone in the uh, uh, Angel Has Fallen screening that that they went to. Yeah. Remember they were talking yeah. about that guy? Yes, and you gotta be kidding me. So that's one of my biggest pet peeves in the world, and it is one of Darren's biggest pet peeves. Like I think it makes him see red. Um, mm. it, and it just to me, if there's anything important enough that you need to pull out your phone in a movie theater, you need to leave the movie theater. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, step outside. Do what you got to do. Come back in, especially I, in like a screening. Oh. Like yeah, that means it's a um, like a press. It's yeah. press, right? Is that what that means? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. How unprofessional is that? Yeah, like, that. this is your job. You're not just there to watch a movie for fun and kill a few hours. You're there to like probably review the movie, or even if like your friend brought you or something. Like that's rude too. Like, come on. Oh yeah. Then it makes that person look bad. Yeah. Like, hey, man, your friend's a jerk, therefore you're a jerk by association. (laughs) I mean, I've taken out my phone in a movie, like, occasionally just to, like, check the time or whatever. I know. I'm that that millennial. (laughs) Like, I, especially Endgame, because I'm like, okay, we have three hours. Like, if the movie's good and it's, like, gripping my attention, like, I, I won't. But, like... If I'm bored in a movie, I think, I forget, there was one movie, there was, like, no one in there, and I was so bored, I forget what it was, and I am guilty, I took my phone out, um, but there was no one else in the theater, and I try to do my best to, like, hide it, like, I'll, like, go under the seat and, like, turn my brightness down, like, some people will just have it out, and I'm like, what are you doing, like, at least try and hide it, like, be courteous, yeah. <laughs> gosh, like... <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't care if you just had your leg amputated, your grandmother died, and you had to give away your puppy. Give away your puppy. It doesn't matter. Even if that's the case, you are not going to be on your phone in the movie theater. You can walk out, take the 20 seconds to get up and walk out, and then take care of your of your, your amputated leg, your grandma and puppy. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. That's a watch, throwback reference to a Bachelor. Uh, go get that Rose review to understand that reference. Damn. Always be crying. ABC, always be crying. <laughs> I love him. Well, yeah, I've, I've had people all the time just sit there on their phones and shit. Just, 
I don't. It really is annoying. It's really, really irritating, and I don't. I don't blame the the person who actually said something and got into an argument with that person. I don't blame yeah. them at all. No, I don't, and I can't blame the person who got onto them because that's usually me and Darren. Um, Darren, did I tell y'all about Darren? Like Darren getting into a fight with a dude in Endgame. No. Oh, oh, no. please tell this. No. Well, like not a not like a physical fight. Well, it okay. So there were two oh. people sitting in front of us who, when the opening credits were rolling, they both pulled out their phones and was recording it, which is oh illegal, my gosh. Which I know they weren't recording the movie. They were like recording the credit reel and probably uh, the Marvel post- credit. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but I see people thing, do that. Yeah, but they're right in front of us. So my husband yeah, stands up, and he taps one of the guys with his hand and says, like, stop that, put that away. Well, the dude stands up, and the dude is huge. Oh, my uh-huh. God. And he's like, something about don't lay hands on me or something like that. And then another guy, a couple of seats down from us, was like, dude, we could all see you doing this. And yeah. so they end up, like, bickering. So my husband ends up going and getting, like, security or whatever it is they take the two guys out and they let them back in but i'm assuming that they chewed them out because they came back in sat down and did not make a sound for the rest of the movie so yeah um that was an interesting experience and then the second time we saw end game after the movie we went to get some food and while we were sitting in a drive-thru we watched some people rob a store. So, oh my god! Yeah, what? so yeah, we bad luck. <laughs> yeah, we watched this lady like try to make a basically like a U turn to park like in front of a store, uh-huh. um, like on the curb, and but she had to make like a seventeen point turn to get turned around. So we were like, she needs to learn how to drive. Like this is really bad. And then she just sat in front of the store. And then we saw this woman haul ass out of the store <gasps> holding all of these hangers and purses oh, and everything. And, like, the little, like, um, basket thing, like, you would hook on your arm and just <laughs> jump in the car and drive away. And we're like, we just witnessed, like, oh my God. <laughs> shoplifting. Wow. What so, did you guys do? Did you call someone? We did. We called the cops and met okay. them there and everything. So we were like, we have some bad luck with this movie. That's we have not to stop seeing this movie. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I digress. Now, okay, so what's worse to you guys? Someone that's on their phone in the movie or someone that talks out loud the entire movie? Talks out loud. Like talks to the screen and is like, no, don't do that. Or Oh, well, all right. That, I don't know. That It depends on how excessive it is. The entire movie. Hmm. Because I know people like that. <laughs> I once had a movie. Uh, I I once saw a movie where the lady next to me legit like had a full blown conversation with herself about the movie. The yeah, yeah, movie. yeah. And oh they, wow! Like at some point, you're just like, "Kill me, please!" Like I can't handle this. Now, some people make movies funnier by doing yes. that, but it depends on the not movie. many. <laughs> So, oh. like, like I could totally be down with going to see a horror with Makuga. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. Yeah. Just go with me. I'm going to be the same exact way. <laughs> <laughs> and work. 
Oh, you a scaredy cat? Oh, my! I've said it before. I can't even watch the trailer. Like, I cannot watch it. Chapter Damn. two trailer. It scares oh, really? the shit out of me. Oh my gosh! Like, nope. Mm-mm. I mean, we'll get. I guess we'll get into that. But nope. Like, <laughs> um. Oh man. Well, I want. I saw you Jurassic guys. World <laughs> when I saw Jurassic World in the theaters. Um, my this kid that like I kind of knew like saw it with us and he never saw any of the other Jurassic parks and he talked the entire time but it was <sighs> hilarious so I I and I felt so bad because it was in a packed theater and he was loud too but he was like what's this dinosaur doing why is it eating everything like he his like, <laughs> his comments were hilarious and th- that oh movie that movie is ridiculous anyway so it was just a blast but i felt so bad for the people around us because it was like every seat was taken i felt so bad i was like i'm sorry that this kid that i don't really know is just talking but he was like oh my god that guy just got eaten like it was the only t- <laughs> the only time i could remember talking out loud during a movie was during um was during Avengers Endgame, or was it, uh, yeah, it was Endgame, um, and it was when Thanos died, and I was like, oh, yeah, I I couldn't even control myself, I just, I go, no, I'm just, I was so fucking upset, dude, I was like, damn it, no, the first time, right, in the beginning, yes, at the beginning, oh, okay, yeah, 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 that was, that was shocking, like when it happened. So, I, was like, Excuse me? <laughs> I, I tend to do things like, um, I remember during Endgame, like doing lots of things like, huh, or no, or like, yes. And I remember actually actively <laughs> clapping in the movie theater when, um, yeah. when Captain America grabbed Thor's hammer, uh, Mjolnir came to him and he grabbed the hammer. Yeah. And stuff like that. Like, I tend to do little involuntary things. And in scary movies, oh, I'm definitely screaming out loud at some point. But so is everyone else. But, yeah, <laughs> talking is so freaking funny, though, when it's little kids. Like, you're in, um, in like, a animated movie or a family oh, movie. And you know oh there's going to be little God. kids in there. And they're all just so excited. And so stuff happens. They're like, look at that. Or, that happened when I know, saw the Pokemon, the Detective uh, Pikachu movie, and a lot of like the little kids were like, oh, "It's this Pokemon or it's this one." And I was like, "This is so cute!" Like I wasn't even angry. I'm like, "Oh, they're so excited!" <laughs> yeah, they get away with so much. I was like, "It's it's fine, kid. It's fine." Kids, so <laughs> the fat ones taste great. Fa- oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> well, I guess talking about it. Um, I'm terrified to see this movie, and I feel exactly like Josh Bakuga. I'm not gonna be able to sleep <laughs> for days. Like it's gonna, but yeah. I, I'm I'm being dragged to see it by my best friend who loves horror films, and she's like, "You're seeing this movie, like you're you're gonna see it." And and I'm kind of see dis- part one. I did, and. I was dragged to that one, um, but I knew everything that was going to happen. Like, I watched all the spoiler reviews <laughs> before I went and saw it. Um, there were some guys, like, I hate scary movies. Like, I made my friend tell me when he was going to jump out, like, when to close my eyes. There were some things that I didn't know was going to happen, and it scared the shit out of me. Um, and, it, I mean, I really enjoy it. It's a, 
it's a really good movie. Like, I really like the movie, and I am excited, I guess, to see the second one just because I love Bill Hader and everyone saying that Bill Hader is yeah. the part. And so I'm down to see it. But I don't know. Like, these reviews, uh, people's social media reviews or whatever, are not giving me hope because <laughs> some are saying it's terrifying <laughs> and worse yeah, than the first that's one. What I want. And the first one was like right at my edge, so I don't know <laughs> how I'm gonna handle this one. Um, I don't know, but that interview, I love that interview. Uh, what? Yeah, with Teach Grant. Yeah, that was he was really intriguing, and I was listening to him, and I was like, "Oh man, he's selling me! Like I want to see this! Like this, just how much care like they put into this film, and the director like really." just like gave them the freedom to try things different ways. Like, just like, I don't know. Like I'm just so intrigued and I'm scared, but damn it. <laughs> they got, they got me. <laughs> they yeah. got me. Yeah. I, um, what other Stephen King movies have you seen? Um, both of you that that's posed to both of you. Uh, go ahead, Kaylin. Let me look up <laughs> a little. I saw it, you know, part one, yeah, um, which I f- did not find to be that good or scary. Oh, wow. Um, I don't know why. This is, you know, my theory that someone is punking me and my husband and showing us different movies than everyone else in the world is seeing. <laughs> that, oh. that was one where we left it, and I was like, I don't know. Like, people are saying this is the scariest movie on the planet, and I don't, I don't oh, understand. Yeah. Do you like horror films? Like I do, but oh, okay. when it comes to visuals, though, I tend to, I do tend to shut my eyes some because I don't okay. want a visual sticking with me. Yeah. Like, The Conjuring is my favorite, like, not just my favorite horror movie, but one of my favorite movies, period. There are parts of it I still haven't seen because I shut my eyes every time. Um, cause I know the thing is going to pop out and I'm like, I don't want to see it. I don't want to know what it looks like. Yeah. Um, but my best best friend loves horror films and she said the same thing. Like this movie, like it's not really scary. And like a lot of horror films say that like it, like it isn't really that scary. And to me that I hate just creepy things. This is terrifying. (laughs) Like To me, some of the real life stuff happening, like what was happening to the girl whose name I can't remember because I don't remember any of their names. Bev? Stuff like that was Beverly. Yeah, Bev, yeah. It was more freaky than anything. But I've seen that. I've seen both versions of Carrie, the original and the newer one. I've seen The Shining. I haven't. Seen I've seen um, a mini series he did on TV years ago called Rose Red, which mm-hmm. I love. Yeah, that was good. But, and that wasn't a book. He wrote the screenplay for it or the script for it. Um, um, I'm sure I've seen some other ones, but the only book I've read is The Shining. Hmm. And, and it's completely different than the it movie. It is. Right? Have you seen the movie The Shining? Uh, nope. <laughs> okay. Um, but well, I've never read the book, but I've heard that they're completely different. They are, and I would. I know that they're tackling Doctor Sleep later this year, which I'm looking forward to. I really want to see that. Um, I haven't read the book yet, and I doubt I'll get to before the movie comes out. But um, I really wish someone would go back 
and tackled The Shining like the book because in the movie, Jack Torrance seems completely batshit crazy from the moment you meet him. Like when he's getting interviewed to run the the hotel, he seems crazy from day one and he doesn't seem like a great father or anything. Like he's sort of an ass. But in the book, he's a really good father. He's really trying. He has his problems, but he's really trying. He loves his family. And it's very clear that the hotel is what's making him crazy. Hmm. Whereas in the movie, it seems like he was already crazy and the hotel just didn't help. Um, it, it's just so very different. And I would love for someone to tackle it. And I know that nobody wants to touch it because Stanley Kubrick did it and whatever. And Stephen King hated that version of it and, you know, basically disowns it. But I would love that because I read the book. So I had this visual in my head of what the movie was going to be. And then I watched the movie after and I'm like, this is very different. Like, this is not the, it's not even really the same story. Um, when it comes down to it, um, his wife is so different in the book. She is so strong. She is such a strong character and independent and going to do everything she has to do. And in the movie, I feel like she is just beat down. And so I would love that. And I know that whoever did it would take a lot of shit for it. But I think that would be so awesome. But aside from that, I don't have a lot of, like, I haven't read a lot of his source material um, to know what would make a good adaptation and what wouldn't. Mm-hmm. And to me, like, the remake of Carrie kind of sucked. So. Oh, yeah. They need to leave that alone for a little while. And Gee, they could do an, they could do it. Maybe an interesting, maybe, I I shouldn't even say this, but. They could maybe do an interesting updated reboot of um, Christine, but using the electronic technology in cars now as a part of it. I don't know. Maybe. Hmm. Kind of like what they do with Chucky? Well, I guess, but now when you say that, it sounds so fucking stupid. I feel dumb (laughs) for suggesting it. Oh, no. Um, but have you guys, so you guys haven't read the book it. No, I own oh, it. It's sitting so on my shelf. Have you? No, but oh. I do know about, <laughs> I well, like, oh, but okay. I, I do know about the, like the gangbang scene. Oh yeah. I feel like everyone knows about that now. <laughs> and um, that always kind of grosses me out a little bit, like more than a little bit. Cause there are kids in that scene and it's like. Uh, uh, I, but, uh, <laughs> I want to like I want to read it for some strange twisted reason <laughs> don't like, do that just go to Pornhub and type in mother no, I don't and, read that stepmother and so- oh sorry about that <laughs> I'm gonna skip oh. that scene um, <laughs> oh. and, but I hear he was like doing major drugs when he wrote this book oh I'm really not- that's I'm what sure. I've heard, and because there's like crazy stuff, and there's something about a turtle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, there's something about a turtle too. Yeah. And uh, stuff that's probably not going to end up in the movie because that book is like bigger than the Bible, and so <laughs> the um 
I, I, I have a feeling there's lots of craziness in it. So I just have not attempted to tackle it. And which, maybe one day. Yeah. I mean, granted, I've also had the same book checked out of the library for like a month now or I longer. <laughs> I, I think I've renewed it three times. So that means I've had it for what, six weeks or eight weeks or something. And I've, sure. I'm on page like 25. So, you know. <laughs> So I guess it would take me like four years to read the book It. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, speaking of the, uh, of movies, you know, uh, as far as Stephen King and maybe some remakes or reboots and stuff, um, on Wednesday's show, Roxy asked Christian about his most anticipated movies for the rest of the year. Um, that's a pretty good question. Uh, did you guys happen to think about it and write some down? Yeah, so Dr. Sleep was actually on my list, Um, so I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to the Downton Abbey movie. Yes! I I have watched Downton Abbey beginning to end probably five or six times at this point. Um, I freaking love that show, so I'm so excited. Um, I have no uh, idea what the movie's about, though. Like, I don't either, and I don't care. It's about the show. you know I know, what? but <laughs> oh, thank you, say... thank you, Jay, thank you. Welcome. I, I want to say like the royal family is coming to Downton or something like that. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So I don't even care what the story is about. It can be about anything. I, I want I to see this movie. Those characters, like I just love them. <laughs> like... Yeah, and my sister-in-law was texting me, and she's like, "If I'm in town." One weekend after that, we are going to go see it. And I'm like, thank God, because no way is Darren going to let me drag him to this movie. (laughs) Um, I also want to see Joker. Oh, yeah. Definitely. And, of course, uh, Star Wars Episode Nine. Yeah. So that's my list of what I really want to see the rest of the year. What about y'all? What do you got going on, Sarah? What do you want to see this year? From now to the end of the year. Uh, let's see. Definitely the Joker movie. I mean, I guess that's... I don't know. Like, I don't really know what else... Whatever. Like, I'm really into, like, the Oscar bait kind of movies that you oh, don't... right on. Like, you know, that you, like, hear about, like, right before the Oscars come out. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So I'm excited to see, like what those movies i still want to see some like i want to see the the farewell i think is the one that roxy keeps talking about they and do the, that's the aquafina movie yeah mm-hmm. i really want to see that and the peanut butter falcon like there's still some yeah. like the smaller ones they're talking about i really want to see um oh that movie the lighthouse what um oh yeah that Robert looks Pattinson great and Oh, what's his name? Uh, Green Goblin himself, Willem Dafoe. There we go. Um, Willem Dafoe. That's totally like a weird artsy movie that I'm so into. Uh, yeah. Zombieland, the second one's coming out. I'm down for that one. Um, I'm just looking up on IMDb what's coming out. I knew you were. I knew it. I almost called you out on it. I knew you were. I'm just going down the as list. As soon as I asked you, it was because I go, I go, you know, what do you got going on, Sarah? What, well, you know, like, what do you ah. want to see? And you're, yeah, you're like, 
Um, Sorry, guys. It's bad. Let me scroll down a oh, little um, bit. Scroll, <laughs> scroll, scroll. I have one. Um, a beautiful day in the neighborhood. The yeah. one with Tom Hanks. Uh, that looks really good. That knives out the next Ryan Johnson uh. film. Oh, whatever. And then I guess I'll just end on um, Star Wars, of course. I'm. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I'm excited about Star Wars, I'll be honest, <laughs> but I know I'm going to see oh. it opening day, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> but yeah. um, I'm more yeah. excited for like TV shows that are going to come out um, than the, trilo- the ending of the trilogy. But Right, right. Me too. Me too. Oh, but yeah, yeah. I'm and- definitely looking forward to the Skywalker, It, Joker, and Jay and Silent Bob reboot are really the only ones that I'm really looking forward to. Um, what I do have one last one is uh, li- the Little Woman, Little Women, Little Woman, <gasps> Little Women. So freaking good! That looks so good. I'm so excited about that. Yes. Uh, is, it, is it a? Is it a like a? Uh, what is it like a spinoff movie of that that uh, that that what? Uh, oh, here what we was go. That okay. Show called on TLC. No. Um, big people, <laughs> little no. people, big world, or something. No. No. It's like it's like uh, nope. that chick's sisters or something. Like, yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. It's You're about her sisters. You're nailing it. <laughs> it takes place. It takes place back in the in the seventies, um, and <laughs> it's about them trying to get Rocky an endorsement deal. Yeah, um, because five. he was going broke, and and it's actually I'm always crying about how he should have endorsed Omaha Steaks. Because, you know, he worked in a frickin' meatpacking factory. Well, it turns out that this story is is the hidden um, is the little hidden women. telling of the of these little women who are the 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 aunts of the so lead <laughs> person in this TLC uh-huh. show or whatever. And it's the story of them trying to broker the deal for Rocky with Omaha Steaks. And how it almost happened, but it fell through at the last minute. Little Women. I think you completely nailed the synopsis there. Coming out Christmas. So go see that movie, guys. It's going to be great. Boom. You don't even need to see a trailer. He got it completely right. Don't look it up. Don't look up the synopsis. Don't read the book. It's fine. Just go in. It's going to be great. Yeah, it's going to be great. Oh my god. Oh, um yeah, let let me let me get us out of here. Um <laughs> uh, something else went down on Thursday though. Uh the Aladdin dance video where Makuga went in and with the choreographer from Aladdin and they he taught them dances and stuff. Now when Makuga said he was going in to do that and he said he was a good dancer. Now I've seen the old videos from him and his friends back in the day, but I mean, he really does have some moves, honestly. Yeah. I was shocked. I was impressed. I yeah. was really focused on his pants the whole oh, time. Oh, yeah, they were great. Uh, he wears loud pants even at the, the dance studio. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I just, I, I'm not a very good dancer, I will admit. Um, Me neither. But I've always wanted to... Uh, I've always wanted to take swing dance lessons my whole life. I've always wanted to know how to swing dance. And like, I would take that shit so seriously if I ever did it. Um, I mean, cause I would want to be able 
to go to a club and feel completely comfortable um, and confident in my swing dance skills because mm-hmm. that would be just the greatest thing in the world for me. You're um, going to go to a club and swing dance? You're going to have like, like a big suit on? Like, are we in the night? Uh, I don't mean like, like a, I don't mean like a, like a electronic dance music club. I mean like a club, for like a jazz, an old jazz style swing dance, a big band style club. That where is the dream. Go to swing dance. Where do you live that you have one of those? Well, I mean, I don't know if there's any of those directly near where I live. Uh, however, a bit, well, uh, maybe, but an hour and a half away um, at a place in Cincy called Bogarts, they have burlesque shows every month. So maybe okay. there's a place down there in Cincy. I don't know. Please go well, with like the zoot cool. suit and like the big brim hat and like the shoulder pads. <laughs> like... Oh, and the long chain and the yes. hat. Yeah, and yes. the feather and the hat. All that shit, dude. I'm that's what the fuck I'm talking about, girls. Yeah. That would be awesome to know how to swing dance. Man, I, that'd be the shit. I feel like as the woman, you really are taking a lot more risk swing dancing than as the yeah. man. Yeah, yeah, you can just throw it all over the place. That is a serious exercise in trust right there. Yeah, but I'm a big guy. I can catch the gals. It's cool. I got this. I got this. I've been wanting to do this my whole life. I got this, man. I've seen the movie Swingers, and I've seen the movie Swing Kids. I think I can oh, handle God. this. <laughs> Swing Kids. Swing Kids is a great movie. Ever seen that? Nope. Never no, heard of never it. Really? Heard of it. Holy no. shit. That's the next movie that both of your, y'all are going to watch after nope. the ones that you're watching next. I'm scared. Great movie. No, it's a great movie. It takes place in a... Um, well, don't spoil it for us. Well, I'm, I, well I was just going to tell you when it takes... All right, that's cool. No, you're, you're cool. I get, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. It's Leave cool. it to my imagination of what this is. It's cool. <laughs> no, no, yeah, you're right. You're right. It's cool. It's cool, but it's a really great movie. Okay. Yeah. But but anyway, yeah, um, do you guys, one of you, I think Sarah, you took yeah. ballet, didn't you? Uh, a very long time ago. When I was. How did I know that? I'm so I don't awesome. Know. Kaylin, did you take ballet? Uh, you... No, not oh. even close. Okay, so I guess it was me. <laughs> uh, yes, when I was little, I took ballet. How I little were, are we talking? Like three, four. Oh, uh, right on. Kaylin, you were a cheerleader. I'm not though? talented. In like elementary that. school, I was a cheerleader in third, fourth, and sixth grade. Yeah, girl. All right. I, I don't know what happened in fifth grade. Apparently, I didn't want to cheerlead that year. <laughs> yeah, I was never a cheerleader or anything oh. like that. Um, I tried out every year, but I, I just don't – I don't think I was pretty enough, to be honest, I is, is what it was. Um, I doubt that was the reason. I bet it well, was all I mean, political. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, well, I, I, used to pad, I used to pad the top, so it's not because I didn't have big boobs or anything oh like that because, you know um, – I did. I did have a big butt, though. Maybe that was it. But with it, yeah. well, because I mean, with that cheerleading skirt on it, it like kind of lifted up, up above. It showed my ass cheeks, you know, because my ass is so big. So maybe that could have been an issue too. 
Um, <laughs> I'm not sure, but I tried really hard. I tried really hard. It was a it was a very trying time in my life. Um, all my friends were were cheerleaders. Um, uh, and and but I just I never made the team. Um, man, <laughs> what's happening? <laughs> I'm not. I sure. don't know. <laughs> I don't um, know. But I'm picturing him in a skirt, and it's really bothering me. So, um, I've I've been in drag before, but anyway, I you know that's neither here nor there. Um, but uh, <laughs> we will come back to that someday. Maybe not today, but someday. Yeah, this really went off track. Um, have you got be, something else that they talked about here? Well, I'll just I'll completely get us out of the conversation that I was directing us into, okay. which had nothing to do with anything. But with it was dogs. still fun. Dogs. dogs. We all love dogs, right? I hope so. Yes, of course. Okay, good. Oh yeah. Do you guys have dogs? Yes. One what kind dog. is it? Um, it's a little Chihuahua and poodle like mix um i know it's the worst kind of dog to have because there's my friend and i were actually looking up chihuahua and poodle mixes last week yeah because i went to her house well remember on go get that rose i was saying my friend has a chihuahua yes and i was over at their house and she just recently got a poodle as well and she was telling me how she was about to get the poor chihuahua's nuts hacked off because she didn't want little uh chihuahua slash poodle puppies and i was like man that could be really cute it's a chihuahua uh, maltese poodle so it has it has like the long fur but its brother and sisters had the curly fur Yes, yes, and and I googled it because we weren't sure. Like I was thinking, I'd just come up with a new breed of dog, yep. and yeah, yep. and and they're they're enough. Uh, sure enough, man, it's just hundreds of pictures of these ugly fucking dogs. Wow, um, no, I mean, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Maybe yours is cute. I saw like no, mine's cute. I saw two cute breeds or two cute puppies dogs of this breed out of the hundreds i mean they were just the the ugliest damn things i'd ever seen almost but i was just completely shocked that they actually made those i'm not knocking on your dog i'm just saying you know damn i mean it's like i don't know now i feel like a dick but i'm not knocking on your dog i'm just saying you know, I mean, you don't want me to really get into the dog thing because I, I got, I got a beef with dogs, dude. I love dogs, but I got a beef with what is considered a dog. But um, anyway, Kaylin, do you have, do you, <laughs> do you have okay. a dog? <laughs> I have two dogs, and they're both. Uh, I don't know what they are, um, but I, my childhood dog was a Chihuahua and Poodle mix. Oh my gosh. And- she looked exactly like um, a rat, just See? a little bit bigger. See, ugly um, as mine, fuck. Mine doesn't look like a rat. <laughs> she she was weird looking. Her mama was a teacup oh. poodle who oh, had okay. like that blackish blue curly hair, and then her oh. daddy looked just like the Taco Bell dog. Yo quiero Taco Bell. And somehow she came out look like a dark brown thing with um 
like her hair was sort of fuzzy in some areas and sort of slick in others Hmm. and it was dark brown i don't know where that came from i don't know how tan and black made dark brown um she was very weird looking but she was very cute and she was tiny she like she weighed like five pounds and um she lived for like 10 years but the two dogs i have now one of them is uh, crazy um she weighs 11 pounds and i don't know she's she's probably got chihuahua in her but i don't know what else and then the other one is much bigger she weighs 40 pounds and she kind of looks like a chunky short a shorter chunky um like doberman i think Hmm. like Hmm. the same markings as one but short and like really fat so (laughs) i don't know what she is awesome (laughs) no I, I, i love dogs yeah me too i've only had one um I had her, she was 16 when she passed away a year and a oh, half ago. Wow. Um, oh, I had her for 14 years. I adopted her, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, I adopted her, what was it? It was the Christmas Eve of 2002. Wow. And uh, wow. it was, they were going to put her down the day after Christmas. <gasps> And I was like, hell no. I was like, I'm taking her. And she just turned out to be the most beautiful, most amazing fucking dog ever. And shit, I still just want her back. But um, so that's why I haven't seen what what brought this up was they they had a dog's purpose and a dog's journey giveaway there on Thursday. No, absolutely not. (laughs) Yeah, I can't watch those those kinds of movies. Um, But nope. It begs a question: What our favorite dog movies are? None and, of them. <laughs> well, there was uh, Bolt. I like Bolt. I count it. I because, hate that movie. <laughs> I only count it because Hannah Montana was in it, and you guys know how I feel about Hannah Montana. I so, swear I've seen Bolt. Uh, it's it was pretty good. It was cute. A uh, little is animated Pixar or one of those. That movie is really uh, sad. Well, it's not really that sad, but I saw it when I was really young, and I mm. cry in, like, every movie. I'm a very emotional person, um, so I just, that movie tore me apart. Like, any movie where the dog loses their owner, or they're looking for their owner, which is basically every dog movie, I just break down and cry. Like, I can't handle it. <laughs> like, right. Well, eight, eight Below did that to me. Oh, my God, I cried in that movie, too. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I've seen no that Oh, Eight Below is hands down so the best sad. movie that that he was ever in. Who was it again? Died in the car accident. Um, Paul Walker. Oh, Paul, Paul Walker. Walker. Yeah, it's, it's a, the it's great. It's a good movie. It's really sad. Spoiler: I think one of the dogs die, and it broke me. Like I was yeah. really young when I saw that, and I was like, "The dog dies!" Oh my gosh, I I can't. <laughs> And this is why I haven't seen a lot of dog movies. I still haven't watched the movie Marley and Me. Oh god, that's um, a, it's a really good movie. I I had haven't I watched these. A it's dog's not. purpose, a dog's journey. No, I, I, I have not watched that new movie, The Art of Racing in the Rain. I can't do it. My so, parents just told me they read. They both read the book. Like, mm-hmm. apparently that was a book. And they said the book was really good, but it's a tearjerker. And I'm like, no, I can't do it. <laughs> like, I just. <laughs> yeah, I no, yeah. I'm, I'm good. 
Um, so <laughs> okay. I decided my favorite dog movie is just the animated 101 Dalmatians. Ah, that's a safe answer, but it's a good that's answer. A good answer. Well, yep. I I went down a list of dog movies trying to figure this out, and I hadn't seen like ninety percent of them. Yeah, and the, yeah. the ones I have seen are so old, like um, Homeward Bound. But I have not watched Homeward mm. Bound in like no, twenty years, time. so I don't know if I like it or not anymore. Yeah, the only two that I found that weren't sad that I liked uh, was Turner and Hooch and the original Shaggy Dog. Like the original, original from back in the 60s or 70s or whenever. Yeah, I don't even know what you're talking about. So I know, know the remake. The I've seen the is. remake. No. Oh my gosh. What? Add no. that to her list. That's her list. That's her movie. Yeah, but we're putting that one on the list. It's not sad, I don't think. No, it's not sad at all. It's it's a great dis. It's a Disney classic live action movie. It's great. It's amazingly awesome. It's got the guy who was in the uh, Flubber. Was that Robin yeah. Williams? Not Robin. No, Williams. Robin oh. Williams did a remake. We're talking the originals, like from the <laughs> the original Flubbers. <laughs> I was about to say, why we're was really Flubber, killing us? Why was Flubber the first Robin Williams movie that came to mind? <laughs> Hey, that movie's great. Like, I don't know. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, I have no idea. I didn't know Flubber was a remake. Yeah. Well, I think it was what the Nutty Professor and the Flubber, if I remember, were like the same movie. Like, Flubber is that bouncy material, whatever stuff, but the doctor who made it was um, was the same guy. I don't know. Uh, it's been so damn long since I saw that shit. I mean, I can picture the guy who's in it, who's in both of them, and, one of, and the kid who plays the actual shaggy dog was the middle brother in the original Swiss Family Robinson. Nope. Yeah, I've but, never seen that either. Man, what the fuck? And you <laughs> oh, guys no, get on me. You guys get on me about not having seen the Disney animated movies. I can totally get on y'all for not having seen the Disney live action movies that came before those. Man. Oh, wow. You guys are missing out on some great shit. Apparently so. Yeah. So, but anyway. <laughs> so... D23 is happening, correct? Yes, yes, yes happened today. And I know a bunch Started. of news and has tomorrow. come out. So there's going to be more news. Yes. So as of us recording this, it's Friday night. Mm-hmm. And they talked about it a little bit on the show, but even more stuff like announcements happen yeah. since then. Since then, yeah. So, Sarah, what's your favorite announcement that's happened? Lizzie McGuire is coming back. <laughs> I'm so excited. I am too, because that was like my favorite of all, like that, that era of Disney Channel. That was hands down my favorite so easily. And so, but so she's not a teenager anymore. So 
it did say I found a little synopsis somewhere if I can find it real fast. Um, Wait, she's not a teenager anymore. No, she's all grown up. Yeah, she's I know. A I was up. kidding. I was kidding. It's she's it's. Li- yes, we know. she's the only oh, Disney Channel child who didn't go batshit crazy. She honestly, like Hillary Duff, has always been like a role model. Like yeah. for me, like when she was younger, and like yeah, she hasn't gone crazy. Um, so I'm just super excited. Um, but it does say that uh, Lizzie is now nearing age 30, working in New York, and still dealing with that pesky animated Lizzie. So that's all we got. But well, uh, I think they're going to have all of us like our age. I'm hooked. I'm ready. Oh, yeah. And then all the little kids are going to be like, "Who is this person? Why do we care about her?" Oh, I mean, let's, it, as let's long be as they. <laughs> Let's as long honest, as they Disney do the uh, iCarly reboot, I'll be happy. That's all I want. Boy, Come, I on, Disney. Come on, Disney. Come on, Disney iCarly reboot. Woo! That's going to uh, be... You're going to be waiting a while. <laughs> Why? Everybody likes iCarly. It's Nickelodeon. Yeah, oh. Disney doesn't Not. own the rights to it. I don't know who All right, does, come actually. on, Disney, with the Aqua Teen Hunger Force reboot. Yeah! <laughs> Adult Swim know. thing, anyway. Robot chicken. So, well, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, aside from that, I know I, and I think Wade, correct me if I'm wrong, you're also looking forward to the Obi-Wan Kenobi show? Oh, yeah. I was I was watching a live stream. Some fella had a live stream uh, from someone who was live streaming from the panel. Mm-hmm. And um, it was awesome. They had uh, Ewan McGregor came out, and it. I was crying. I'm so excited for that. It's uh, Mandalorian I'm excited for, uh, absolutely. But, oh, my gosh. Obi-Wan series? That's my number that one. On. That's yeah. my number one most imp- anticipated that's gonna be amazing hopefully oh yeah i'm super excited about that um for sure i mean i'm excited about the mandalorian but we Mm -hmm. know ewan mcgregor can kill this like we know he can because he is the best part of the prequels um and so good he's just such a good actor and god i can't wait and they said that like they're already like they're gonna start working on it real soon right yeah, all the scripts are already done, and they're they're going to start shooting uh, here coming up next year. Really? Wow, they I kept that quiet. That. They kept that real they quiet. A, yeah, they did a good yeah. job. Oh, yeah, really quiet. I'm so excited for that, especially with you and coming back. It's just, yeah, that's probably my most anticipated thing, other than Mandalorian coming from Disney+. Plus. Um the Marvel shit will be cool, but I mean, yeah. I'm more, way more into the Star Wars. So the Cassian Andor uh, series is going to be kick-ass too. I'm excited for that. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be good too. He so. was my favorite part of uh, Rogue One for sure. Yeah, yeah, excellent. And what about? Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, do we know if they something they were talking about on Collider Live was the disney channel original movies do we know for sure if they're going that they're we do know that they're going to end up on the disney plus correct yes it said this article i'm looking at did say that more than 100 disney channel original movies will be on the streaming oh well then you're gonna have some homework 
Oh, damn. Uh, so what movies are you looking forward to, Kaylin? <laughs> okay, so the ones that I loved were Halloween Town. That yes. was a big one. Um, Smart House. Do you remember yes. that? Yes. Um, Brink, yes. which they talked about today on the show. Um, shit. There were a bunch more. Um, is Under Wraps the Mummy one? I think so. Oh my yeah, freaking god, so. that one's so funny. So many. Um, there's a there's so many more. I mean, Get I a watched Clue. Them all. That was the one with uh, Lindsay Lohan. That was one of my favorites. Um, I didn't, that was when I was getting more towards the tail end of watching yeah. the Disney Channel. Um, um so the, oh, what is it? Luck of the Irish. I think mm, that's the one. Yep. I love yep. that one. Uh, um, oh, God. Uh, no, I was trying to think of one. You go. Um, so the ones that were like more, I guess, my time or whatever, we had like Cadet Kelly uh, mm-hmm. with my girl Hillary Duff again, um, the Cheetah Girls, <laughs> um, Twitches. <laughs> I'm just um, the Even Stevens movie, which I love that movie. Xenon uh, Girl of the 21st Century. Xenon. Oh, the dis I mean, the High School Musical movies, of course. I've this never seen so a High School many- Musical movie. <gasps> no! Well, yeah. they are making the High School Musical the, the show, which I probably won't watch. because Yeah, I saw that, so I'm assuming movies, but... it's new actors because yes. Zac Efron's like 30 years old now. Yeah, I don't think he would come back from yeah. High School Musical. Um, Alley Cat Strike. Kaylee Cuoco was in that movie back when she was a teenager. Yes. She got a boob job. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, you know, it, I mean, it's, I'm just stating a fact. Oh, okay. That's it. Sorry. If you say so. Quince! She did! Quince, I love that. That one was on all the time. Yeah. Uh, Mom's got a date with a vampire. Mom's got a date with a vampire. Mm hmm. Oh, um, they've got to do the Hannah Montana movie sequel, right? Yeah, but that was released in theater. I don't think that counts. Yeah, I don't I don't think that was a that was not a Disney Channel original. I want her to ride a horse again. Do you remember double teamed about the twins who played basketball? Yes. They were like six foot tall twin blonde females. Yes. Um yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then, as we got into, like, 2003 and 4 and stuff, that's when I wasn't really watching the Disney Channel anymore. So, I don't know what a lot of these are. Yeah. I'm look- I mean, like, Cheetah- Pixel Perfect was really good. I really like that one. Going to the Which Mac. is a Waverly Place. That's a TV yeah, that show. Really but I love that TV show, and I will watch the crap out of it. There was a movie. There was there a was movie. A- yeah, I-, I know. The movie was all right. But... It's in. Well, let's give me a point here. Let's let's chalk me down with stuck, the points. Stuck in the suburbs. My one I point to one. you guys is like twenty each. I want my one point. Um, so, so many good ones. <laughs> Read it. Yeah, I never had cable when I was growing up, uh, and even into I never had. I don't have cable now either. I very rarely had cable in my life, so I never got a chance to watch any of those. Uh, Nickelodeon or uh, uh, any of that shit, the Ren and Stimpy, uh, any of that stuff. I know I just never had the opportunity. You had to watch the free cartoons. Looney Tunes is all I needed. Yeah, 
Darren, uh, he didn't have cable either, so he watched. They either had stuff on VHS tape, or he watched like you know PBS or whatever local stations they got. Yeah. So yeah. I talk about some Disney stuff from when I was a kid. And he's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> yep. But I'm super excited about that, and then we're gonna have to give you some homework um, of what you need to catch up on that probably feels incredibly cheesy now that we're adults oh y'all got some too i can't believe you've not seen or heard of the original shaggy dog and the original nutty professor and the original swiss family robinson and man I've swiss family robinson classic i've heard that of movie it. is amazingly fun i just watched that again probably three four months ago just for shits and giggles it was great I, I I can't even picture. Is this the movie? Is this like the family ends up having to live out like in the woods or something? Yeah, they, they're shipwrecked uh, on an island. Ah, uh, okay. uh, the island turns out to be New Guinea, I believe. Or was they were on their way? They were either on their way to New Guinea and they shipwrecked on what then became New Zealand. But they they got shipwrecked on it on an island that was had been not discovered yet and. Uh, yeah, they lived in the trees. They made a big tree house, like literally a tree house and shit like that. It was cool. And hey, that's where we had some technical difficulties with audio. Um, we will say right now that it is all Craig's fault. You guys don't know who Craig is, but am I right on that one, ladies? Craig, absolutely, yes. He's such a jerk. He's very rude to us. He's 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 an essential part of our recording team here at Afterlife, and uh, also go get that rose. Um, he's like a teddy bear kind of, but um, he just uh, he gave us some issues, and we lost the last part of the show, the last twenty twenty five minutes of the episode, which we do apologize for. But we will be back next week, of course. Um, Sarah won't be here next week, but she will be back after that. Um, how dare you have fun away from here? I'm so uh, sorry. <laughs> it's a holiday weekend, so if I if I could go somewhere, I would. <laughs> um, but we'll be back and tune in again. Uh, like always, you can find us on Mark with a Movie Blog on Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor would probably be the best way. I would just go to Anchor if I was everyone. Um, I do. But uh, you can find it on all the podcasting platforms. You can also find uh, on Twitter at MovieBlogMerk and online, MerkWithAMovieBlog.com. All kinds of different shows and uh, podcasts and blogs and everything like that. Um, you can find Sarah at... Uh, you can find me on Twitter at uh, S-S-E-A-B-O-C-K. And Kaylin... You can find me on Twitter at KaylinRose715. That's K-A-L-Y-N-R-O-S-E 715. And you can find me on the Twitter at jwade1134. That is the letter J, W-A-D-E 1134. Uh, thank you all for joining us. Sorry again about Craig's uh, sabotage of our fun times, but we're going to set him straight. Um We'll have to have a meeting here this week, guys, and uh, see what kind of punishment we can come up with, huh? Absolutely, that jerk. Yeah, I can't stand him. But we will be back next week. Thank you guys very much. This has been Afterlife. Afterlife.